Welcome to the Authentic Dentist Podcast. Join Dr. Allison House of House Dental in Scottsdale and Sean Zayas, founder of Zana, a company helping dentists extend their care beyond the chair as they lead dentists deeper along the journey of authenticity to reach greater fulfillment in their professional lives and to deliver remarkable patient experiences. At the core of the authentic dentist is a belief that the answer to the current challenges in dentistry is dentists discovering that their greatest asset and point of differentiation is their personal brand and that forming that brand out of their authentic selves is the best strategy for success in dentistry today. So this podcast is brought to you by Zana, and Zana makes electric toothbrushes, but it's more than that. They have a program that'll grow your practice with their electric toothbrushes. Hey guys, this is Sean and Dr. Allison House with the Authentic Dentist Podcast. And this is like the time of the year where I think for me, at least, it's really easy to kind of settle in to maybe a rhythm or routine that um, maybe is less than what I was hoping for, you know, come that December, January, New Year, fresh excitement. And I think it's a good time to kind of reassess, are we currently in alignment? Um so yeah, I don't know. Do do you kind of sense that? Like we're still we're in quarter one, and yeah, I just think it's that it's that time. I find that in order to make these goals happen, I have to schedule it. Like um, I had my twenty year party. Finally, I've been wanting to do this for a year, but it didn't get on the schedule, and it didn't get on the schedule. And finally, in uh, twenty twenty three, which is after my twenty years, <laughs> we finally had the party. So goals don't happen unless you schedule them. Okay, so last year would have been the 20-year mark in 2022? October of 2022 was 20 years, yeah. Okay, and it just happened in January or February? February. Okay, so that's not that bad, like lagging four months. Like, do you know what I mean? That's pretty good. Like, were you trying to actually get it in the month of? So I, I wanted to do it. I decided to do it in February of 2022, and it took me an entire year to pull the trigger. I don't know. Sometimes you just get in your own way. Well, so what what did you learn from like like meaning did you need to wait a year was was some of it almost like procrastinated perfection or was all of it necessary? No, it's definitely procrastinated perfection. And it didn't go on the calendar in that January 2022 planning. So if it doesn't get planned it doesn't happen. Are you like that too or haven't you just launched something? Well, that's right. You know, you're talking about, okay, February 2022, and a year later it gets done. Me, it was this campaign, and um, to kind of explain, basically it's like a campaign for anyone that doesn't know. It's just when um, you you run something where you're trying to get attention. So maybe, it, maybe it's a YouTube ad, maybe it's Facebook ad, uh, some sort of mechanism to get eyeballs. And then what you need to do is you need to capture them through some sort of opt-in, uh, some sort of form. And, and maybe you're giving them a, a training, maybe, you know, it's like those free book offers. And then what that does is it gets them into some sort of a automated sequence. So you deliver the training, you deliver the PDF, the videos, whatever it is. And through that training, you hope it's your best um, opportunity to educate your prospect and then hopefully convert them into what it is that you're offering that provides that solution. So, and then again, just, just getting to configure everything. There's like 
five different softwares that all need to speak to each other. And this is something I knew about in concept in 2008. And probably over the last seven, eight years, I was in a place to actually try and do something with it. And yet I finally just got my first Facebook ad linked to a campaign. I've done Facebook ads before, but they they never were, they're more one-offs, just like, you know, here here's an event uh, or here's some online um like summit that we've done, things like that, but never to a campaign. And I literally just got it live last Friday. And it just feels like, yay, I'm finally in the game. But what what took me so long? I think it's okay that it took you a long time. First of all, was the technology good in 2008? Probably not. Just because you know how to do something doesn't mean it's the right time, right? Yeah. And, and for me, I feel like, you know, along the way of doing something, um, it's like, okay, you know, you find out, so you, you understand it in concept, but then you find out, okay, wait a second. Do I have, like, do I have good enough images or do I have good enough copy to create an ad? And then it's like, okay, I don't. So then I still need that professional photo shoot. Then you're going along and you're like, okay, the training, do I have like a professional PDF made or do I have professional training? Um, which means like, do I actually have nice enough, you know, camera and audio and can I produce it? And when you actually look at everything, Somewhere along the lines, I either was insecure or felt like that wasn't ready yet. That needs to get leveled up. And now it's like, okay, my website's ready. I have professional photography. I have the videography capabilities. I have the content. I have the script. I have the business model. I have the, the team. I have the understanding. I have the automation. Like, but you had stacked together like 10 different things. And you didn't need them all to be good or good enough. But I think that was my stall is that nothing was good enough until finally now. But I just wonder, like, what could I have learned the last two, three years if I'd gotten in the game a little earlier? I, I think that we're all like that. You know, we're, we're not going to do that veneer case until we take this next class, which is in two months. So we put things off until we're perfect. And yes, we want to be perfect for that final product. But if you don't step in the game, you, you don't learn. And you have to. You have to, you have to try. So I'm so excited that you got this launched, and I bet you anything in six months you'll have revamped it because that's just the way things go. Yeah, and and back to like the theme of of this podcast about like the reassessing. It's like I was I'm thankful that I focused on the priority of this needs to go live, and, and there was like a three or four week period where I pretty much put everything else on hold. You know, like I was I was going live a lot more on my Facebook page, and I just put a stop on that. Um, and I'm really glad I got this one thing live, but now I need to kind of like reassess and go, okay, what other initiatives, um, do I need to focus on that? Maybe I dropped, and I need to pick back up. And I just think it's a good question for all of us. It's like, are we still in balance? Not just professionally, but you know, our personal life, like you are such a great uh, inspiration when it comes to sticking with, you know, even just like working out. Like, I feel like you are like a machine, like you never miss a workout. Um, and I think that's why you are able to be so consistent with high performance. I, I'm not a machine. I can tell you. I just know that there are things that at 49 that work for my life and there are things that don't. And if I don't work out, my, my head is not in the right space. My body, my body benefits, but it's my head. I need my head to be clear and able to accomplish. But then I live and die by that calendar, which kills me because then I, I'm not as spontaneous as I'd like to be. But I, I write things down. This is going to happen by June 1st. How am I going to make it? And then I leave myself little goals. Otherwise, 
yeah, I just, I don't get things done. It drives me crazy. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't like structure. Like, I don't like having to, oh, this is what I have to do today. But at the same time, if I don't have a structure, I'm like, oh man, what am I going to do today? <laughs> like, it's that weird catch 22 of like, for the creative side of me, I like embracing the spontaneity, not necessarily knowing, knowing where the, the day is going to go. Um, but then there's another part of me that's like, I don't like the stress of having to know that I'm moving forward and everything if I don't have it structured. So it's that, I don't know, for me, it's tough to balance. So I, I went into one of those funnels that you're talking about and watched a video <laughs> on being productive. And it was really fascinating. He said a couple of things that resonated with me. First of all, he said that you have to plan your week. And we all do this and then we don't want to because it's a pain. So we found that there was this favorite restaurant that he and his wife like to go to on Sunday afternoons. And it's beautiful. And then they would plan their week there. So it was something that they looked forward to. They would go and plan their week and then they would have this wonderful breakfast together. And so it was something positive because otherwise you have a drudgery of, do I really have to plan my week? So I think that helped to just put some structure towards the week, but it's not negative. And he also said, and I, I liked this, he said you put the happy things in first for your week, and then you do all the things that you have to get done. So what is the happy thing that you want to do? And it made me think of when my children were little. We'd have a family meeting every Saturday morning, and my daughter would always be like, no, we're going to the park. And I'd be like, no, we're cleaning the house. So then we had to do both, and that was good. That's so interesting because I know there's like that, the book, Eat the Frog, which is like, it's the idea that, I don't know that one. You, you tackle the hardest thing first. And yet other books like Atomic Habits have, have actually said like, well, there's something about building momentum. And the idea of building momentum is kind of like doing the fun or the things that make you happy first so that you almost can, can get going before you do the stuff that maybe you're not looking forward to it as much. So I think it's interesting that there's, there's like two different, two different takes on that. I think I find it more successful for me if I do something that gives me a little bit of enjoyment, again, a little bit of momentum. Like I know even the small wins of working out in the morning, you know, like my doctor just this week was like, you have to work out every day just because, um, I don't know if I should label it ADHD or ADD, but she was just saying mentally, even just with my like neurotransmitters, everything functions better if I've been able to work out. And she said, do something fun. Like it needs to be playful. Like, so that for me, it's like rock climbing because it's a workout, but I'm also doing something fun and it's a challenge. Um, but I don't know, I guess there's, there's a lot of things for me. Do you, have you incorporate, do you think you'll incorporate the Sunday afternoon or that Sunday kind I mean, of routine? I do. Okay. I do. With, with your husband? No, no. He is writing a book right now. I'm so proud of him. He's writing this book on house on trusts because he's a trust and estates lawyer. So every Sunday he's writing this book. And so I have some time alone. So I'll go to this nice coffee shop down the street and I'll just sit down and put my week together. The problem that I'm discovering though is, so my week is together. I kind of am booked out. And so then I'll plan something and I got sick in January and I missed a couple of things and I can't seem to get them back on my calendar because it, it gets too full. I don't like that. There needs to be some more spontaneity in my calendar. Yeah. I was going to say, how do you schedule, how do you schedule for that? Cause even, even like in a practice, you're saying like you have to leave room for new patients or the, the option of new patients, but at the same time you don't want to have just vacant spots either. So I think it's the same in life. It's like, how do we, you know, I don't have any scheduled time right now for learning. Um, 
And I know that's something that keeps my inspiration going. If I don't learn or feel like I'm in a place where I'm learning a lot, like for you, I think you're good at listening to podcasts when you drive or listening to audiobooks. I, it doesn't work for me. I don't know why. I like it, but I mean, everybody's different. But is that really learning? I don't know. I listened to The Spare recently, which is the um, Prince Harry book. And I don't, is, is that really learning? It was fun. So is, is that like, um, who, who, like meaning what's, what's that about? Prince Harry um, is The Spare. And, um, you know, Prince William will be the King of England. And so there's a lot of history, which I like. I like history and, you know, the, the monarchy. But he also talked about, you know, the stories that we tell each other. He married Mer- Meghan Markle and they moved to the United States. So it was just kind of a biography. It was just relaxing. It was not a business book in any way. So you're, so you're human and every now and then you don't, yeah, you, you enjoy something that can, I don't know, just help you. Of course. I watch iZombie, too, (laughs) which is just a silly TV show, but I love to watch iZombie. So back to the funnel thing you said. So you said you were just in a funnel. Do you think that dentistry is currently using funnels um, to to capacity or the way that they should be when it comes to patients? And like, how, how would how would dentistry use a funnel? You think it'd be mainly with like new patient onboarding. Um, but do you think there's also a place for it with existing patients? I don't know. I really don't. Marketing is a, is a hard thing in dentistry. You want to get people that want to come to you. So you want to have an image that attracts certain patients to you because there, there's going to be people that don't like you. And there's a dentist for everyone, but that doesn't mean that you have to be everyone's dentist. So creating a funnel to get people that like you, that's a great idea. I don't know how to do that. What about like um, just like weekly or monthly newsletters? Do, is that something that you know, like do most practices you think have that? So I did that for a long time, but patients thought it was spam. So people do not like spam. They have enough in their inbox at the moment. So it, it, didn't, it didn't resonate with them. Maybe if it was something that was really important to them, but it's hard to pick, you know, what would resonate with everyone. Yeah, that's a challenge because it's like you want to be top of mind and you want to maybe provide value, but how, how can it actually um, differentiate from just the, I don't know, all the marketing noise and actually cut through to something that, that is personal, that is authentic, that's that can actually drive meaningful connection with a patient instead of it being like, oh, man, how dental just keeps spamming me, <laughs> right? Yeah, so you don't want to annoy people, but, yeah, you would like to have something that would give them some connection. I bet if you, if you told stories of, I don't know, real stories about dentistry about, now I, I, I guess you could tell stories about patients as long as you kept them anonymous. Anonym- anonymize them. Yeah. Um, you know, about either people, I, I don't know if like as a patient, if you always want to hear about the, the other patient that was like scared to come, I don't know, I maybe maybe that would get old, but at some point, something that is the reason for that dentist inspiration, you know, because I doubt every patient knows all your stories. I, I bet they know most of them, you know, like linked to your dad. I'm sure a lot of the stories about how you got into dentistry, that's probably something that you tell your patients. I do. Um, I don't know. How many people I've told, though, or how many people know it? It's, it's an interesting idea. I, I don't think I'll go back to doing the newsletters. I think that wasn't that wasn't a great way to mac- market my practice. But the event seemed like it was. The event was good, and I guess that was. We sent out an email to everyone about my 20th, and patients have, everyone has commented when they came in, oh, I'm sorry I missed your party. Not that many people came to the party, but they all knew about it, 
which was kind of cool. And some of them recognized that they'd been one of my first patients. That was kind of fun. I mean, that's got to be really like special. Like you were part of what made it what it is today. Yeah. Like we're here today, 20 years later, because of patients like you. Like that's a neat opportunity. It was special. It was really special. So where do you think in the last, I don't know, eight, 70, 80 days, uh, do you have to like realign yourself or, or are you still pretty much like what you were thinking this year would be and the pace that you were going to set, you know, late December, early January. Do you feel like you, you're pretty much on pace for everything? I'm on pace. Um, but as again, it's never, you know, nothing ever turns out the way you think it's going to. I just hired somebody and I'm really excited about that. She's going to join the practice on Monday and it's going to be different for my, my team because we're very used to working with just us. And this new person is going to incorporate something different. So we're going to have to create a bunch of systems around that. And I'm going to have to teach her who I am, what we value, how we talk to patients. So there's going to be a huge investment with having a new person. And I guess I hadn't really planned on that time. Obviously, I hired her. I knew I was going to have to do this, but I hadn't planned on the time to do it. So I think uh, one one more takeaway. Um, one of the things I don't always get to do when I'm going into the next week is a lot of the times I end up adding uh, things that I want, but I don't realize in order to add, I almost have to also like subtract. Like I need to review what didn't work this last week or this last month that really wasn't bringing life or maybe isn't as necessary as I thought it would and actually just take it off the schedule. And that's something that I don't always think of. I just, I'm kind of like the yes man. Like, oh, I can do that. Oh, and I can do that. And I can do that. And then at some point I find myself a month or two in and I'm like, man, I'm really worn out. I'm getting kind of weary. I feel like I'm like spread thin. I'm not enjoying myself. And that's like those, you know, yellow flags for burnout. And for me, I've realized this because I actually need to just be like, oh, if I'm going to do this because I think it's going to be life-giving, I have to stop doing this. That's very wise. I have not learned that lesson yet. <laughs> so that's where I think it's a good Sunday review is what things do I need to either say no to or stop doing or reevaluate just so I can stay like more lean. You know, I like being lean. I like, um, it's like even after coming off a fast when your stomach is kind of empty, my brain feels less cluttered. I, I don't know. I just feel more agile and I get bogged down with all these for the stomach analogy, like all this bad food <laughs> that I'm eating. And then all of a sudden my, my mind's not as clear. And in the same exact way, my schedule can get bogged down with stuff that, I don't know, isn't really optimized for, for where I want to be right now. That is a very good lesson. Very wise, Sean. I appreciate you sharing that. So, yeah, those, those are some of the goals I need to have, is what am I going to take off my schedule so that I can be productive and get all the things that I want that I really, truly want done this year done. Thank you for listening to the Authentic Dentist Podcast. To join Allison and Sean on this journey, hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Here's to your success. Express yourself fully. Live authentic. Thank you.